Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, I want to tell you about Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. What are they made of? Cured edible green leaves, food-grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical-grade nicotine. No tobacco leaf or stem. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco and want to join the Black Buffalo herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online and they ship directly to most states. Or check out their store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash ConcertWeek to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. The Volume. Yo, 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 yo! What's happening, everybody? Welcome in! I hope you're all having a great day. What's happening? We got B-Red, John, Nate Dog, Aaron Hernsby, Mac, Lindsey Adam, amongst others. Already hanging out here in the chat. Hit the share button, hit the like button. 13 what? 13.2? What the fuck, boys? Let's go! We actually do got, I think, a lot of female listeners, probably because... I'm so attractive. Mm, uh, I imagine. Definitely you. Definitely you. Uh, and here for the takes. You know, I, I think that for too long, women were gape kept out of liking sports. And now, like, I love seeing a lot of younger. Because, so, like, I work in radio, right? So, constantly, the producers and everything else on our shows are, like, young, revolving producers, you know? And, yeah. and so, it's kind of like Matt McConaughey in this radio game. I keep getting older, and they stay the same age. But, um more and more i'm seeing these young women who just like love video games and like love nerdy shit and like love all the things mm-hmm. that i love so we do not want to gatekeep here on snaps um mm-hmm. welcome in brand new episode uh what what is it january 10th 2024 t-bob a bear he is aaron murray um you could call him uh joe nance he's got his master polo on quarter zip rocking my guy mm-hmm. is ready for some golf now that football's over yeah, too bad it's going to be about 19 degrees next week in Atlanta. So my golf will be hitting balls into the net in the garage for the next couple of weeks. But I will be. I mean, what a come, 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 come March, April. No, no, no. I draw you can't, what, you can't handle. You can't handle a little cold. Like, how bad do you want? It? I thought you liked golf. I draw the line at above freezing. So as long as it's in the mid 30s, I'll play golf. Uh, I mean. Whatever, dude. I, I grew up, or I was raised in college, at least, with the saying, yeah. how bad do you want it? 
and what are you willing to sacrifice to get it? And then you can't accept some rock hard nips, some numb hands, and some mm. chap lips to mm. get them swings off. Then I don't really think you about that life, QB1. Mm. Why don't mm. you go back to Tampa where the fuck boys play and ride in them things like every day? Mm. What's up, y'all? Welcome in. Oh, oh. It's going to be a bit of a chaotic show today. As you see, it's kind of like, to me, this is kind of the time of year. Um, we've had a ton of fun. You know, it, it it almost feels like, you know, the act has happened and now we're both relaxing in bed. And this is kind of let's enjoy a cigarette sort of show. And just, you know, <laughs> we're, we're, we're going to talk. It's not going to be super rigid. Have you, not like, let, Charlie, have you truly ever done that? Cigarette after sex? Yeah. Yeah. It's one of life's greatest joys. I mean, if you see if I have a hotel room with a balcony it, or any sort of outdoor space. It is a near guarantee that I will have sex on the balcony and immediately light up a cigarette afterwards. Mm. Mm. Um, and again, guys, I do not smoke regularly. I do not smoke every day. I don't think anybody should. I think you have to protect your health. But, um, you know, I'm also someone that believes, you know, all things in moderation are are, are acceptable. Um, yeah, see, PG, in our, in our producer chat, nothing wrong with the cheeky sig. I'll say it. Yeah, I'll say it too. Exactly. Again, you have to control yourself. You can't do it chronically, otherwise you got to accept the, the you know the health effects that come with it. But yeah, bro, it I'm is. More like a, the, I'm more like a oof. stacks and like a crumble cookie afterwards, like last night. Yeah, that's food, that's food, more for the food, food is crumble great as cookie. Well. Not really the sick guy. Yeah, uh, food is great as well. Well, yeah, I mean, look, I just, I just think, um, I think I've, I, I, you know, I, I think I've just got more of a de 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 degenerate demon inside of me than oh, you do think, in a lot of ways. No way! Never guess that. I mean, I am the one who fell in love with a stripper, but I mean, I know exactly. But that's <laughs> see, but that's what also people don't get. That's what people don't get. Like on the partying side, I am the dinner degenerate deviant one. But yeah. Aaron's sexual deviance. I mean, <laughs> I've only ever had sex with my wife. We've been together since we were 16 years old. Aaron's sexual deviance doesn't just lap me. He could go to the moon and back before we would even get to anywhere. Like, like I like making jokes. I, you know, I like watch things, talking about things. I like thinking about things. But no, um, Aaron has has far surpassed like anything I've ever done in that regard. So that's what we make. Look, that's like Ned writes his great show guys fun show. Great football inside info. Team yeah. of great chemistry is very kind. Ned. Thank you. But that's why, right? We compliment each other. Well, mm -hmm. parting. if we can only combine, we'd be the most degenerate deviant individual out there. True F boys. True. Yes. F yes. yes. Um, my new girlfriend asked if I smoked after sex yeah. and I said, I don't know. I've never looked. I'm sorry, Ned. I'm trying to find the punchline there. I think something was mistyped. I think there was just, I, I'm missing something. Something uh, was lost in communication. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so on today's show, what we're going to do, uh, we are going to do a way too early Snaps Top 12. The exact segment that we panned has been awful uh radio in classic snaps fashion we are now going to lean into it and we are going to do no a, we didn't say it was awful we just didn't have time because it was at the end of our show yesterday we didn't yeah. have time to fit it in now it was well, bad I, radio so i was also show. i was also say that um uh 
Yeah, yeah, whatever. I yes, it, it, I think it's going to be a fun conversation ahead. A way too early top twelve and out of the twelve team playoff next year. They'll maybe talk like a dark horse within there. I've got something that I didn't put in the document that I want to bring up and make you have to deal with. And then for you Georgia fans, mm-hmm. uh, Michigan and Georgia finish one and two in the final S and P plus. Aaron, do you think the Bulldogs are to beat Michigan in a neutral field playoff game? Uh, great, can't wait to have that. Mm-hmm conversation um all right let's start I'm, I, I thought i had some other bit of housekeeping to get out of the way here but i'm sure it will return to me let's start with our way too early snaps Ooh. well and thank you for all the kind Ooh. words y'all very kind um i think we all agree here uh uga is number one right wow. i mean it's not that's not crazy. You return Carson Beck. It's still Kirby Smart. Uh, yeah. I will still give Kirby Smart the benefit of the doubt over anyone um, right now, even over Nick Saban right now, because I think George is a more strongly constructed roster. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though Alabama did win, so some of you Bama fans may get upset by that. Uh, the the, the Jalen Milrow part of Alabama is a little weird right now, uh, trying to parse through that, uh, because... We spent entire like everybody started the season hating Jalen Milrow, and I'm just kind of talking in general thoughts here, right? Throughout the year, it's like, oh wait, he's kind of getting better. Oh wait, he's good. Oh wait, he's great. He's almost a Heisman. Oh no, he fucking sucks. Like yeah. it, it went from it went from building all the way up to borderline Heisman. Then it took one game for Alabama yeah. fans to be completely back out on him and give him the full Jalen Hurts treatment. So yeah. I'm going to be fascinated to see what Jalen Milrow's offseason is like and what that quarterback conversation is like. So all of that is to say, yeah, UGA, clearly number one here. I think I think Georgia clearly number one. And they, they, they went and got some pretty big splashes in the transfer portal, too. Like, they, they got ETN. So you got a dynamic back that can do a little bit of everything. We, we saw what the tight ends, young tight ends can do for Georgia in the bowl game. And honestly, throughout the season with Brock Barrows being banged up so much, yet London Humphreys as well. Uh, through the transfer portal, you have the number one recruiting class in the country. I'm sure some of those guys will will hit uh, and, and be able to play next year. So they already had the young talent. They went to the portal. They did what they needed to do. They bring back Carson, who's now a, a, a potential top five, top ten pick in the NFL draft. Yes, Georgia should be everyone's number one heading into next season. Um, one loss in three years, three points in an SEC yeah. game for Alabama. Rob D says any other team over the previous national champion is wrong. Uh, look, I think that's more of like, uh, that just kind of depends on what kind of system you're doing. Uh, if you want to rank teams that way, well, then there's no point in having this conversation because you just take the final top 25 and you say, okay, mm-hmm. this is what we're going to roll with until we get to next season. So no, yeah. I, I, I disagree with that. Uh, Rob says everyone at Penix envy until Michigan proved they could pound it better than anybody. Uh, that's fair. And and we said it. We said it yesterday's show. Like, I think in retrospect, and a lot of this, like Colin Wilson said a lot of this before the fact, it's just that these conversations have been had at other times and the Penix magic had overcome it. But in retrospect, Michigan, out of all the contenders, was an especially bad matchup mm-hmm. for Washington because they are the most complete team. And every other team yeah. had a weakness in which Washington could have overcame them. Michigan just too complete in the end. Uh, real quick before we move on from Georgia, Aaron, surprise topic. Oh, well. Is Kirby Smart going to leave for the NFL? I mean, I saw a message board post 
Are you hearing the, the, the Falcons rumors? Are you hearing I Falcons saw a rumors? message board post, okay, on like mm. dog sports forum or something. And it was somebody who said they're very well connected. So I'm going to take him at face value there. And yeah, saying that the Falcons, maybe like the Titans, talking to curbs to the tune of 20 to 25 mil. So let's take a step back. Obviously, I'm being a bit, I obviously I'm being a bit no cheeky. Obviously, I'm being a bit cheeky saying, like, trust the message board. What I want to explore more Mm. is why wouldn't it? Like, why do we think Kirby Smart, just the NFL, has no allure to him? Because he feels like he's a college coach for life. Absolutely. He does. And and, yes. and, and, and maybe he's it's in his dream, He's in his dream job. This is where he went to school. Oh, hold like, on now. Hold on now. Hold on. It's all beautiful. I'll pause. I'll pause. I'll pause. And I get it. I mean, he looks like a college frat kid. So, like, yes. I could see he fits, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but then I think, and I'm like, okay, I listen to him motivate his players pregame halftime and that's just good leadership like that plays well mm-hmm. on any level that's not like a college coach uh i look at the scheme that he runs i look at how he runs an organization um really the only thing that would be different is it's sometimes hard to tell at how good a organization is at scouting when it comes to nfl versus college because mm-hmm. in college you have a lot of people putting information in the hive mind and so you can choose the highest ranked players and if you're just the baddest at recruiting and you need to love to land enough of them it's going to work out where nfl you have to get the evaluation right more often than yeah. not so i don't know about that but everything else says that kirby actually would play well in the nfl to me oh, they'd be great i think the only difference is is is, is kirby is 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 a true old school coach in the sense of of and and, and why he's made been so successful. He learned from Nick Saban of of controlling every aspect and 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 wanting to control every aspect of sure. a player's life. Essentially, like you know, from from the way they eat to train to working out to dealing with every little thing. Like he wants to 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 run everything, and he should. I mean, he's the CEO. He, like we we always talk about with college football, who is the face of the program. It's not the quarterback. It's no. not the receiver. It, it's the head coach. You are the, the the big boss. You're the big man on campus. There are money being generated through the university because of Nick Saban and because of Kirby Smart. So you have a lot of power. You're not saying like NFL coaches don't have power. They have a ton of power. But you ain't the face, and you ain't telling some dude that's making $40, 50000000 million that he can't go do something. No, but... You have a lot more control, and I yeah. do think that there's a sense of when you are a college coach of, of yes, the negatives are your, your life can be at times living hell because of all the responsibilities, all the stress, dealing with 18, 22 year olds, dealing with the academics, dealing with the transfer portal, dealing with recruit, a million things, but at least you're in control of all of it. So your I, finger I, is on every single aspect of it. I agree with you, but doubling your salary. Oh, and having to not deal and, and to be clear, like coaching contracts are not public generally. Right. So mm-hmm. there are like, I know Belichick's been making over 20 mil for a while now, uh, or rumors are, it's not 1000% confirmed, but it's pretty much understood. So like, there are some really big deals in the league that we don't really know about. Like Carol's been making crazy money mm-hmm. forever. Um, and so that number doesn't feel like it could be real. I'm not saying any of this is real. It could be real. Uh, and then this is kind of an interesting point in the chat from Cell of Awareness. If you like developing a player, it's now easier in the NFL. You get a rookie for four years under contract. In college, a player can hit the portal if you don't give him what he wants as a freshman. That's actually true. It's actually kind of crazy 
to consider that it is now well, and also too, arguably and also too, easier like, to develop you young talent. I mean, what's the point of really developing young talent in college football when the next year, if they don't, if the kid doesn't pan out, you can just hit the portal and get someone else yourself because you don't know how committed that kid is tr- truly to you. Like it, 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 and that's that's one of the things that does need to improve from a college standpoint. If if we do get to these kids being employees, and I'm sure this will be part of it, like there has to be some sort of contract where you just can't pick up and leave whatever the hell you want. Yeah, to. yeah, that all gets yeah, collected. I, I mean, I'm not a. It's a nightmare. I would think it all gets. I kind of yes. love it personally. Um, I fucking but love like it, what man. what motivation does a coach have to truly develop young talent if he always knows the back of his head that there's gonna be a handful of kids at that position next year or that kid may end up leaving? Well, because too. coaches it, it, still it, want they still want they they still want their own piece of clay that they molded into this final piece of pot, like this beautiful piece of art. I think like, the elites do, the elites do. But I think in past like the top 10, 15 programs of golf football, they're looking just to win football games and survive. Yeah. They're just looking to get the best players every single year. And if that means Lane Kiffin style or Dion style, we're going to do it. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, again, I, I'm, yeah, we'll, 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 we'll know more about this when we get a few more years of data. I will um, say this the millions, it, the, the, I would say if, if it was equal money, he wouldn't go. But if you're telling me that there's a five to ten million dollar increase in his payment, you have to take that. Red and black dog says, bro, after that many millions, what's another 10 million? I understand that from like our like normal person perspective. Like I I feel you. Like I feel like if you gave me 10 million dollars right now, I could almost like I could I could. I mean, I could probably quit my job or just do whatever I wanted for fun and like mm-hmm. yes, like like easily like live off of that, right? Uh so I feel that, but I mean. Look at Nick Saban has all the money in the world and still making more money. And so like just a basic human thing is that people always just want more Mm -hmm. money. Now I think John raises the greatest point that I believe that Kirby smart will not go to the NFL. And that is because John says, doesn't Kirby want to be a legend among legends though? I think he'll do that at UJ because he got this job so much earlier than Nick Saban got a big time head coaching job. And because he hasn't taken a sojourn to the NFL, like Kirby smart legitimately as insane as this sounds has the inside track to being the greatest college football coach of all time. Like he, he has the years. If he has the uh, energy to keep it up, he has the years uh, to, to beat Nick Saban to a mass more titles, and I think there is something mm. to be said for one of you. What do you mean? Mm, I don't even care if it's no. no I, get the, yeah, I, get the, I, get, I get the years. I get, I get the years. I get the years. It's going to be a lot harder to win a national championship than it was for the past two decades. Yeah, significantly harder. We talked about the other day. Like, what are the chances of us seeing like fifteen? Like, it is. It is going to be. I mean, yeah, but you're also going to hold on now. But Kirby's also going to get more opportunity. He's right? more like this year, but, one loss kept you out. Next year, that Georgia team's in there, and then all you. I'm just saying, we have prove your argument. We have we have Georgia as the number one team in the country right now. We will probably put three teams on this list, these top twelve lists that Georgia has to go on the road to face. They have to go to Tuscaloosa, to Austin, to Oxford. That's two other top three other top ten teams in yeah, the country. Yeah, but they'll be in the, they'll be in the playoff no matter what. And then and then you have to find a way to. If you survive those, win an SEC championship game, possibly, or you get in without it, and then go through a 12-team playoff. I'm just saying, like, that is a hell of a season. I know. Think you're going to do that for five more times. Five more times. But, but in what? In what? In, in 35 more years? 
Like that. That's like if he's going to coach. He's eighty-five. Was he fifty? He's around. I, 50. Thought, I thought he was in his forties. He's late he's like 40s. 49. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. What's Saban in? He's in his 40s. He's 49. Yeah, there you go. 35 more years, he's, he's 85 years old. He's 48. He just turned okay, another 20 years. Third. There are t- the coach, he coaches till he's 70. Another 22 years. He has to make five more in this era of football in the next 22 years. Hey, all I'm saying is, yeah, 12-team playoff, you could argue is harder, but you could also argue it's easier. More margin for error. Get him in the playoffs. He'll have more opportunity to actually win the tournament. Which yeah. is something that hasn't happened. So, I, and look, maybe he won't push. Till, I don't know. Whatever. It's all crazy. I'm just saying I could see that being a reason why he maybe stays. But who knows? Maybe he wants to test his medal in the NFL. I will say I this. Money. I, made, I, I will not blame a man for doubling up his money and going to, to the NFL. I've made this. Especially uh, if it's in Atlanta. Dude, he would be an absolute. He already is a legend in the state for winning back-to-back na- national championships. Imagine if he goes to the Falcons and turns the Falcons into a successful NFL franchise. I would. I mean, that is a whole nother level. When I tell you I would salt burn those Georgia tears, oh my God, there are at least two scenes in salt burn that we'd be representative of how much joy and how I would act if Kirby Smart left Georgia and went to the NFL. Uh, yes. mm-hmm. Anyway, all right. So I text Strong says, is this a Kirby Smart speculation show or a top 12 show? I'm sorry. I want to throw Aaron a curveball, try to make all the Georgia fans a little insecure. But Georgia mm-hmm. number one, um, unfortunately, Alabama two. Yeah. Going into the year. Yep. It's Nick Saban. Uh, even with this team of young guys and, and what was supposed to be a B, uh, a rebuilding year, they give Michigan a battle in the semifinal. Alabama too. Alabama too. And and I and, and you you were kind of tongue in cheek with the whole Milro thing to start the show. Like I think Milro, you think man, he he was in a three way quarterback battle, which he looked like he was the in, in third place coming out of spring. You know, if not second place, somehow find a way to win the battle. Um, and I guess not somehow final way because look at the other two guys played this season. You know why he won the battle, but still wasn't that guy in spring. Wasn't really that guy for the most majority of fall camp. Like I think the, the progress you saw from him, with I will still continue to harp on this for Alabama, barely above average receiver play, like good receiver play. Alabama has not had excellent receiver play in about three or four years. If if, if some of those guys that played this year can take a step along with Jalen in the off season with a full spring and summer and fall camp. I think you will see a better Jalen Milrow next season. So, yeah, with all that talent, with the number one recruiting class of all time from a year ago, another year in the program, Alabama's – they'll have more blue-chip guys than anyone else in the country most likely again next year uh, with an experienced Payne, quarterback. Royal Payne says, I'm a Bama fan, but Milrow has to improve intermediate passing, and I don't think Saban and Reese will be satisfied with the offense as it is. Saiyan and Saiyan slash Simpson will push him. And the reason why I highlight this Everyone has is, to improve things. The reason why, though, I highlight this is because this is representative of the majority of Alabama fans that I know. Like they're expecting now. Now, Royal Payne didn't go so far as to say he expects Milrow to be supplanted, but everybody is looking at Saiyan and Simpson as the actual future. Not a lot of yeah. Alabama fans believe that it's going to be Milrow, but yeah. We'll uh we'll see. Damn the naysayers. Um, number three on this list, Michigan. No. Yep. Jim Harbaugh or no, Michigan. Returning JJ, returning a lot of the interior defensive line. Will Johnson back. Um, whether it's Harbaugh or not, you gotta give him some bit of the doubt. They've lost one game in two years. 
beaten Ohio State three years in a row. Uh, if Harbaugh does leave, I, I believe Sharon Moore, yeah. uh, Zach Minter still there as well. I like Michigan. Three. Does Minter leave with him though? I mean, I don't Minter's, know. An NFL, Minter's an NFL guy. Like that's my one worry. You may lose. Yeah, your head coach, to, uh, you lose your DC too. I was talking to Matt Flynn today on our show, and he was like, off air, we were talking, and he was like, I am like actually shocked at how many different looks a, a college defense can give. And he was speaking in relation yeah. to Michigan. Yeah. Um, I think, I don't think if, if Hardball's gone, Minter's gone. So, you but neither is gone right now. So, how do we have this conversation? No, I know. I know. I think they should be three. I'll, I'll, I'm fine with three. The, the Michigan three. I think JJ back for another season with I would presume more back as as head coach OC whatever you know you're going to have him in the system another year I saw I saw progress this year I think there's still more juice to be squeezed from him and and I always lean towards experienced quarterbacks with these early rankings uh, my number four is Oregon yeah mine too how about that look at us dude Simpatico. the the, the absolute perfect quarterback in Dylan Gabriel you lose Bo Nix and I think. You get a guy that's almost identical. Identical. Oh, you wanted to say better, but you pushed out. I don't know about better. I don't know about better, but I think I identical. A okay. good athlete. Not the strongest arm in the world, but is is it's literally perfect for what Oregon wants to run schematically. Dan Landing's third season at Oregon. We saw what he's been able to do the for, for the first two. I think they're just gonna get better and better. I think they are just like Texas is ready to jump into the SEC. I think Oregon is more than equipped to contend in the Big Ten next year. Oh, I mean, they're immediately better than everybody in the Big Ten, save for... Michigan, Ohio State? Yeah, Michigan, Ohio State. And Ohio well, State... I guess we have them ahead. We have them ahead of Ohio State right now. Well, so. No, no, no. I mean, I mean, I don't mean like... I mean like... Like almost objectively better, right? Yeah. Like, like you at least have to debate Michigan, Ohio State and whatnot. But like, I, I would objectively put them above Penn State, everybody else in that conference right now. James Franklin just got to figure out how to get an offense going and how to l- allow an offense to make mistakes and live. Otherwise, he's never going to get out of his own way. JLab has something for everyone with earbuds and headphones that are as versatile as you are. Perfect for calls, listening to podcasts, and working out. They are built for every single moment. JLab is proud to partner with Powerhouse College Athletics, UCLA, Duke, Gonzaga, Indiana, St. John's, TCU. Vanderbilt, Arkansas, Minnesota, San Diego State, and more. From lively tailgates to coaches' play calling and courtside rivalries to college athletics and IL deals, JLabs joins the action and connects with 182 million plus college sports fans nationwide. They're excited to partner with 17 D1 college schools, showcasing their passion and loyalty of fans and athletes across the United States. Whether creating cutting edge tech products, are pursuing athletic greatness, being the best takes hard work and commitment. JLab is proud to partner with schools who are showcasing the hard work, perseverance, and even the championship celebrations across all college sports. Use code SNAPS25 for 25% off your order. Visit JLab.com to find your kind of tech. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, I want to tell you about an American-made success story in Black Buffalo's 
award-winning nicotine pouches. Black Buffalo's nicotine pouches are not owned by Big Tobacco. They're an independent company proudly built right here in the USA for 21 and over adult consumers. Black Buffalo was built by dippers with decades of smokeless tobacco use. They believed the market wanted tobacco alternative nicotine products that offered the best of both worlds. Bold flavor, full pouches. What are they made of? It's pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves, food grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical grade nicotine. Most importantly, there's no tobacco leaf or stem. All proudly made right here in the USA. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco, and want to join the Black Buffalo Herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online, and they ship directly to most states. Or check out the store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. All right, so Michigan 3, Oregon 4. Then I think you're probably on the same page here. Who do you got at 5? Texas. Yep, me too. Hook him. Fook him. Uh, it's, it's everything we've been talking about, man. They broke through this year. Tons of positive momentum. They got players returning, right? Mm-hmm. Actual players returning. Culture. Uh, Quinn Ewers coming back. Who's their badass uh, number 33? I can't. Luther Burden? Yeah. Luther uh, wait. Burden. wait, what? Luther Burden. The receiver? Yes. Is going to Texas? Oh, sorry. I was thinking, sorry, in my head for some reason. Holy I fuck. Know. I was like, wait, 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 wait. What? How did I miss this? Luther Burton? <laughs> oh, shit. They're going to be like number three or something. Okay. In my head, I was, as you were talking, I was thinking about like the SEC and Big no, Ten being like, fine, mostly fine. the majority of our top 12 and some albums we got in my head. My bad. Oh, uh, no, <laughs> look, I, I think, I think, yeah, I was shocked for a second. I was like, wow, I, I need to get on my research here. Um, <laughs> Yeah, no, uh, it, now PG points out they get a five-star freshman coming in, uh, Ryan Wingo. But but no, look, I, I think Sark proved a lot. And to me, they've always had the talent, but they proved mm-hmm. to me some culture things last year. And they proved to me a toughness that I've never attributed to Texas and resiliency and winning games they would lose in the past. So yeah, I'll get Texas at five. Get They're losing a lot. Yeah. The, the one worry is when's the last time Texas lost first-round talent? I mean, that's uh, been the big knock on Texas. Like, for the past 12 years, the brand of Texas has not put NFL guys, you know, put it. Put, well, not put offensively. Remember, B. John Robinson was the first offensive first yes. rounder since uh, 2009. Yeah. And you look at the draft this year and all the guys that will get drafted early from this Texas roster, it's pretty impressive. So, like, they even had to go through this before in, in quite some time with, with you know, receivers are going to go early. Defensive tackles are going to go early. Um, there's a lot of star power that needs to be replaced. I'm not saying like Sark has it. Obviously, Sark has done a great job recruiting. They've been a top five class for for for, for a few years now. 
there's talent there. Now it's, 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 it's how well has he developed that talent as they head into the SEC. So I think there are a few questions about what they look like. Running back, top two receivers, running back, quarterback, or not quarterback, but two defensive tackles. There's a lot that has to be replaced. Maybe we're giving too much benefit of the doubt. I mean, Kyungnam Yoon says, Texas ain't going nowhere with sorry, Steve. I miss the old team. Tight end. Sanders is gone too. All right, the fuck it. Drop him. Drop him then. No. You believe in Sark and yours. I do believe in Sark and yours. Give my five. Uh, Number six. I bet you we're the same here. Ohio State? No, I don't miss. Mm. Ohio State didn't have a quarterback, too. We cannot grant you are on this council, but we do not grant you the rank of top six Ohio State because you don't have a quarterback. Oh, I forgot. Will Howard. <laughs> no, I was going to say they got Juckins. All right, fine. We'll, do, we'll do Ole Miss six, Ohio State seven. I, I really like Ole That's Miss. That's what I got. I got Ole Miss six, Ohio I State mean, Ole, Ole Miss may have been my number five if, if, if Juckins was back at running back. Uh, it's hard to poke holes in this roster, man. There's there's a lot of talent on both sides of it, and you got a, a third year experienced quarterback who had a hell of a season. You got you know talent on the outside. You got defensive playmakers, second year in the system, and and I've said this before, but like Lane knows how to build a roster. I've talked to him about it. He knows how to build a roster through the portal, and he knows how to get those guys to buy in immediately. And I think the easiest way to to get all those guys to buy in is the fact that you just went eleven and two. So you sit everyone down when they get their butts back on campus this week and say, guys, we just went 11 and two and we got this guy and 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 this guy. Let's fucking go. Yeah. Let's go. Um, and, 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 and Lane Kiffin, he's been tweeting. If you look at it, I'm trying to bring it up right now. If you look at his Twitter, you can see hashtags that give you like, he's always had to come to the sip hashtag, right? Mm -hmm. He has these hashtags that become these almost uh, touchstones, these, these things that he continues to hammer. And you can see the messages that he's selling to these transfers. I'm trying to think of the one that I saw the other day. Uh, Oh, here it is. Here it is. Um, Hashtag last dance, 2024 hashtag. Team before self, only players. Oh, wait. Team before self, players only allowed. Uh, mm. Hashtag small egos, big mission. So, like, mm. these are the messages that he's going to try to give to Princely Monmi Ellen and all the other excellent, you know. Um, oh, who's the receiver? They brought in with Juice. They would go with Trey Harris. Juice Wells. Like, these are the messages he's going to be trying to send mm. these guys to, get them to buy in immediately. A team before self, if players only allowed. I don't really get that one as much, like the mm-hmm. latter half, but small ego's big mission is pretty yep. good. You're getting people to buy in. All right, so Ole Miss 6, Ohio State 7. And Ohio State probably, in my opinion, Aaron, would have the most potential to rise on this list because they still have the... On talent. Yeah, they have the top three talent base. Like yep. Ohio State, UGA, and Alabama remain outliers in terms of hoarding blue chippers. Uh, it's just that after the Kyle McCord step back, Ryan Day's air of quarterback invincibility has been pricked a bit. But like if if Will Howard does end up flourishing another day, well, Ohio State jumps all the way up to, I mean, we're talking like challenging Bama, I think, mm-hmm. even for that second spot. Yeah. Uh, so that's five and six, correct? No, that's six and seven. Six and seven. Eight. This is where we started getting in the weeds here a bit, man. Arizona? 
Uh, Notre Dame. I got Notre Dame at nine. Okay. I got Florida State at eight. But it probably mm-hmm. it probably is a bit crazy. I'm kind of betting on Mike Norvell. I'm not married to it. We can back off it if you want. Mm, I want to back they off suffered, that one. They suffered a they're, great they're, they're, they're kind of like the same thing as like Sark. Like you're losing some superstars. Yeah, I know. You know. I know. I know. But Norvell knows how to replace him quick nowadays. He does. He does. No doubt about it. I just think Texas is is, is kind of built. I'm more confident in Texas. I say that, but also joining the SEC compared to Florida State still being in, in the ACC. But I think it's it's still it's more of a belief in yours compared to to DJU is when, um, it, when it when you boil it down to that. So I think Notre Dame at eight. Then I think Notre Dame at eight. Uh, because we both had like we both had them right there. I mean, I believe what Marcus Freeman's building, Riley Leonard, I think is going to really flourish there. I almost think he's a better fit. Yeah, what they want to do. Yeah. Ah, there we go. Yeah. Did it just um, randomly go off my uh, my mic? I guess. No, your mic didn't go off. I just realized. I, I think you were on your computer, Mike. Mm. It, it sounds like audio, but see how see how crisp that sounds, guys. Mm. Sounds mm. good. Oh yeah. Mm. Oh, see now, mm. now you see how Aaron had so much success. The ladies, except for that purr thing, I mm. cannot fathom that that works. All right, Notre Dame at eight. When you have you ever done that purr in a serious context to a woman? Yes, like in like not in a joking way, like in an unironic, sincere. I'm per what, and they they like it. Well, I mean, or do they just, I, I mean, think I, I could have done whatever I wanted to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> back in the day. <laughs> okay okay that's fair yeah yeah it, it, it's not really the purr the purr is just there because you wanted it there and mm-hmm. they're like all right w- whatever that was weird but let's whatever. keep it, moving. Let's keep it going. <laughs> um all right notre dame eight uh and this is why i think 12 team playoffs exciting yep. because for these final four spots i could make a case for almost the rest of the top 25 um do you want missouri or you want arizona i i'm, I'm down for going arizona nine okay Arizona Even though I cannot for the life of me remember who's in the Big 12 next year. Which is part of the reason why I feel really good about <laughs> Arizona. Like that's why I have them there. I mean, same reason why I was kind of like, okay, Florida State does make a little bit of sense. You know, you replace the quarterback. You know, he's done a good job. But like you look at Arizona with with Noah back at quarterback and year yeah. one, what they're able to do in the Pac-12, which was, as we all know, a pretty darn good conference this year. Now they go to the Big 12 this year, minus Texas, Oklahoma. Uh, Arizona's in a good spot to 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 be a team that can contend for, contend for the playoffs. Cameron Schultz says, "What do y'all think about the other conferences getting auto bids for the playoffs?" I still personally really like it because unless you're going to officially, you know, really reshape mm-hmm. all this thing, if you just did a top twelve, it really would feel like the Big Ten SEC Invitational. Yeah. And so I like having more flair in there and more teams from other conferences. And and there's so many spots to go around that I don't care. Yeah. Um, and I like I I don't mind the group of five getting the auto bid. Greg says he hates it. I get why you could say you hate it. And there's not a lot of data to say that the group of five will consistently make things exciting, but they're gonna knock somebody off, and that'll be fun when it happens. Um, well, how crazy that we're now choosing Arizona at night. Good for Jetfish. What a mm-hmm. beat. Mm. Um, I mean, okay, 10. are we hating on Penn State too much? Is, okay, Missouri, no, 10. Penn, Missouri ten, Penn State's probably, Penn State's my eleven. So Missouri, Missouri ten. Missouri um, now it's back to my Luther burden as I talk about the the, the Missouri Tigers. I'm having um, a little bit of homerism here. I'm having a little bit of trouble picking Missouri ahead of LSU. 
I think LSU's kind of got a relatively easy schedule, but it's a lot improving. It's a lot improving. No doubt. And they don't have any defensive tackles left. No. So that's fine. But just remember this homerism that I'm flashing right here. Missouri 10, Penn State 11, LSU 12. No, I get too many SEC teams. Well, I can't. I don't feel like the math could work out that that way. You got to have somebody Penn, from the ACC in there. Penn State at eleven, Florida State at twelve. Uh, I don't hate that. I don't hate that. I mean, do we think that Florida State or Clemson's going to win next year? Uh, I lean towards Florida State. Has Dabo gotten anyone in the portal yet? Has he? Has he? Has he dipped his toes in there yet? Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. Ah, uh, somebody says I hope Tennessee makes a comeback. I was so on the uh, Yamaliava hype train that like I almost wanted to put them on this list. I'm I'm right there with you on that one. I am I am. You said too many SEC teams. Like they are they are my like thirteen to fifteen knocking on the door to get in next year. Yeah, them LSU. Really, I I think the grouping in the SEC are what you could consider the big three going into next year. Mm-hmm. UG Alabama, Texas. Uh, although, I don't know. You've given me some reason to question Texas. Uh, then, I think the next tier has Ole Miss in it, but Ole Miss would kind of be at the top. And then underneath them, you have Mizzou, LSU, Tennessee mm-hmm. kind of fighting in that group to try to maybe sneak in somewhere around 12. BJ Cruz says, they just can't take Kent State seriously. It's like the Cowboys. I can only believe they can win when they can actually when they actually do it. I mean, the thing about Penn State, though, that makes Penn State dangerous is they have everything figured out except for how to evolve offensively. Now, mm-hmm. the problem is, at a certain point, you have to accept that maybe James Franklin is just going to refuse to evolve. But we said that about Jim Harbaugh. And he figured out ways to tweak and kind of find his way there. And make no mistake, James Franklin remains a very good coach in every aspect except for managing to find well, a new, good offense. New OC. New DC quarter, as well. New DC. Right. But DC, you didn't need a new DC. You need a new OC. New no, OC. No, I know. I know. Yeah, I know. But I'm saying, but that's, but that we have to take that into our evaluation yeah. of the new yeah, yeah, yeah. Danny Diaz as well. You, you have a returning quarterback who does, is very talented. And I know we all would like to get on freshmen nowadays or young quarterbacks because you're always like, oh, well, if he's not good enough, let's go in the portal, get someone else. There is the, the thought process of, hey, let the kid develop. I mean, myself personally, I was very average my freshman year and then kind of jumped up about, I think, 12 touchdowns my sophomore year. So, like, that could happen. Uh, you have both running backs returning. You went and got Fleming from Ohio State. We'll see if he you know, can look like the number one receiver in the country that, that he did coming out of high school. Um, so there should be reason to, to, to feel optimistic if you're Penn State. Uh, James Franklin, Kyung uh, Yoon so, uh, says James Franklin needs a lot more than new OC. Um, again, I think, I don't know if he does. I mean, the defense was awesome. Special teams yeah. were solid. Like, if they had a great offense, they'd have fucking rolling. And again, the problem is... They had receivers, they'd be rolling. He, needs, but, he yeah. needs more than a new OC because, like we talked about earlier, he has to change himself. Mm-hmm. He's tried seven OCs now, or whatever the number is. Like, at a certain point, what's the common denominator? Me and Aaron both independently arrived at the take that just through watching Drew Allar, Aller, you could see that he's terrified of making a mistake and that that one interception number that they were banding about is actually, um, is actually a negative. Yeah. Like, like he, he needs to be willing to engage in more risk. So, okay. So Penn State 11, FSU 12. I'm, are, are we guilty of disrespecting Washington here? 
Mm, no. No. I, I, Bill Rogers? Yeah, I need to see Rogers, dude, because he came for your records, dude. It's a big... It's a drop at that position. What? It's a drop. That is a drop. Man, Will, you know what? Nobody, nobody's brand took a bigger hit this year than Will Rogers. Yes. Uh, because Penix, Dunze, Polk, uh, mm. just... You lose your identity. <laughs> you lose your identity. You lose why that team was built. Now, I want to be clear about this, though. I don't think they have the full TCU implosion. Um, and the what reason TCU, what we, did end up this year, I don't even fucking know, dude. Uh, let's see. On, oh, I got it right here. Uh, five and seven. No, definitely not that. I can uh, see maybe and, and, and four, and If you looked at Sonny Dykes's resume. The good year was the exception of the rule. If you look at Kalen DeBoer's, that's not the case. Yeah. Like Kalen DeBoer's resume is full of um, just full of winning. So I think they're still going to be really good. I I know Elijah Johnson. See this? What I fucking hate. He says, "Can't believe Washington pulled a TCU on us." They did not. To compare those two teams, I think is just just unfair and not right. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're losing a ton. And they're moving into a competitive Big Ten. And I think they're still really good. I think they're in that 15 range with LSU and those other teams. I don't know if I can grant them the rank of top 12. No. Mm-mm. So uh, let's do this. Let's uh, talk. Let's, let's hear from our friends at DraftKings. We'll run down the list one more time and give you our dark horse. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL playoffs, is bringing you an offer that'll make the playoffs electrifying. New customers can bet just five bucks on any game and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. So, you're an Eagles fan? You think your boys are going to turn it around in playoff time? You can bet on them, okay? Or, you know, probably not because they probably won't. Either way, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code TBOB. New customers bet just five bucks to get 200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code TBOB, T-B-O-B. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. First piece is Mikhail and DeBoer is now playing in the Big Ten, and uh, then Royal Paints is... Their schedule is not that bad next year. I mean, I just pulled up Washington's schedule. Really? Weber State, Eastern Michigan, Washington State, Northwestern, Rutgers, their first five games. Okay. Michigan at home. Okay. At Iowa, at Indiana, USC, Southern Cal at home. At Penn State versus UCLA at Oregon. Like, that ain't that bad. That ain't bad. That ain't bad at all. Dude, so uh, my boy SEC Mike did something interesting that we should break down later on snaps this week. I just thought about it. But he looked at the combined record of – he looked at the opposing schedules and looked at the combined record of opponent, right, as a way of seeing, okay, who maybe has the toughest schedule next year? Florida. Billy Napier. Is Piper Perry? Yeah, he's done. That man is about to get gang banged on that black couch. Mm-hmm. 
Florida's mm. combined record of opponent, 106 and 50. 106 and 50 mm. next season. Alabama's actually second on this list. 97 and 58. Tied, tied, mm. tied. That's tough. Uh, Vanderbilt's third. We told you Oklahoma got four, fucked. They're fourth. 96 and 58. Which Georgia? 90 and 63, middle of the pack. Mm -hmm. um, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seventh hardest. And then um, Kentucky, South Carolina, AM. LSU is 11. I believe at 85 and 67. I told you the other day, I thought it was like relatively friendly. Yeah. Ole Miss? Uh, 83 and 68. So that's uh, third. How many teams we got in the SC next year? 16? Mm-hmm. That's um, 14th in the league. Ooh. So pretty Ooh. easy. Tennessee, 15th. Mm. And then how about it? The only team that has an opponent's records, uh, combined record that is under 500, because even Tennessee, at second to last, is at 79 and 73. Mizzou's combined opponents next year, 65 and 84. So to our point on Mizzou, maybe finding their way, they by far, in theory, have the easiest schedule in the SEC. Missouri's schedule next year, Murray State, Buffalo, Boston College, Vanderbilt to get things going. Then Texas A&M at UMass, which is random as hell. Auburn, Alabama, Oklahoma, South Carolina, Mississippi State, Arkansas. That is, bro, that is as easy as you can get. Yeah, and, and that like quite quite literally mathematically in this SEC, that yeah. is the easiest thing that you could possibly get. Mm. Uh, mm. Royal Pain is Mizzou losing their DC a big deal or not? It's not not a big deal because I think you have a rising star there, but I don't think it's a deal breaker uh, for Mizzou. I I don't know though; it's tough to say. Um, and I don't know if I can separate my own biases as LSU just made him the highest paid coordinator in the country. Um. All right. Oh, do you have a dark horse? Dark horse. Uh, Tennessee. Okay. I'm sipping the Nico juice, and that, now that now that you threw on the 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 some fuel on that that flame with their schedule and who they play next year. Yeah, N Nico. Let's go, Nico. Two million dollar, eight million dollar quarterback. Show what you got next year. Neil Brown and West Virginia. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, I like Tennessee. That's funny because we both were like kind of tempted to put him in the top twelve. So I think that's naturally. Yeah. Our, our dark horse. Uh, okay, and that'll be it for today's show. A massive, massive thing. You sorry we didn't do the Michigan-Georgia conversation. Um, I mean, we could do it another day if y'all really want. Uh, oh, John. Ooh, man. Ooh. Good point by John. Cam Rising back at Utah. Mm -hmm. Veteran quarterbacks win in this day and age. Are we mm -hmm. sure we don't want to put Utah anywhere here? Bro, you take Utah? You, wait, wait. What are we talking about? What are we talking about? Utah's going to win the Big 12. It's not going to be Arizona. True. Like, what the fuck are we talking about? Yeah. I'm putting Utah at nine. Executive wow. decision. Okay. And let's put Arizona. Do you want to get rid of FSU at 12? Yes. I mean, you kind of need an ACC team in there, but. No. I mean, you will have an ACC team in the playoff, but Arizona 12. Okay. Harsh. Utah nine, Arizona 12. Great call, John. That's what we're talking about. That's Jack. that's chat. That's chat coming together. All right. So here is your final snaps. Top 12 of 2025. UGA one, Alabama two, 
Michigan three, Oregon four, Texas five, Ole Miss six, Ohio State seven, <laughs> Notre Dame eight, Utah nine, Mizzou 10, Penn State 11, and Arizona 12. Like good it. list. Let's go. It's a good list, boys. Uh, huge thank you to everybody. Fucking 13.2K subscribers. Let's go to if you're watching live and you hit the like button. The more you that do, the more that it, you know, the algorithm pushes us out there to thank you. We got a ton of exciting uh plans for you coming up this offseason. Um, and so we're really excited to get into it. It's gonna be fun every day here in Snaps. You know how it is if you listen, enjoy it. Makes defense crazy against it. So LSU misses the playoff next year. Uh, I would not you you should be in prove it mode with LSU. It's definitely I mean they're they're as relevant to that fringe back four as pretty much anyone but you need to be improving mood mode after after last year i would say um love you so much all of you thank you so much and we'll be back tomorrow with the brand new episode of snaps later y'all the volume live nation presents concert week now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck, yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Zero Foxtrot isn't just a brand, it's a way of life. Founded and operated by veterans, Zero Foxtrot's unique apparel and gear echoes the grit of the warrior culture. Zero Foxtrot dedicates itself to producing content, honoring the sacrifices of forgotten heroes of the past, and connecting history to the present. Embark on a journey with Zero Foxtrot today at ZeroFoxtrot.com. It's not merely our products, it's about the ethos that we embody. Rugged, resilient, and timeless.